the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It's a Monday. Feels like a Monday. It's going to be a hot Tuesday, so enjoy your Monday. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I guess so. That's fine. That's all I'm saying. Well, welcome. We're happy that you're with us. We've got yeah. a, a big show here today. A happy really Father's Day, a day late, John. Very nice. Thank you so much. How was your day yesterday? Excellent Great. indeed. Very nice. Glad Re- to hear it. Relaxing. Felt the love. Uh, was there a high point? W- was there a high point? Uh, no, I think it was a steady flow. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. All right. I yeah. like that. So some consistency across oh, the day. Very much so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Very good. Very nice day. Mm-hmm. And uh, were you uh, hoping to hear Better? from me and then you didn't? No, no. Were you hoping to hear from Christy no. and then you didn't? I, I did hear from oh. Christy. Christy. I did hear from Christy. Okay. Good. Late in late in the you know afternoon mm-hmm. and she popped in there and said, hey, and gave me a little Father's Day meme. Did she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, she's good yeah. for crying no, out No, but, loud. you know, I think, you know, we kind of have a good thing going on here that uh, when the weekend happens, we don't stay a lot in, you know, really tight uh, contact. Why is that a good thing? I, I think you need some space. Mm. I, I'm, you know, doesn't say I don't appreciate you and, you know, call you my friend, but I like to have a little space, don't you? Don't you? So, I mean, yeah, I do like space, but yeah. I, you know, I, the way you've brought it up makes me what? slightly sad. No, I think it's fine. <laughs> Kathy, you and I texted over the weekend. Yeah, oh, we did. did Christy you? and I always keep. In, I, I don't feel smothered by her. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not say this is so typical. I did not say I felt smothered. I'm oh, saying, you didn't? No. I, I, funny. I, that's how I heard it. I, I kind of heard that too, Kathy. What yeah, I heard it you did? There. Yeah, I heard it a little I bit didn't. in there. No. Like, boy, I'd like to get a break from these two. Is how I heard it. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, boy no no i was saying i like a little space uh-huh. that's all that's all I'm yeah saying. which yeah. can be translated several different ways it's like a little space that's Just all a little bit i mean you two you've got each other so what do you need me for yeah uh-huh that's all i'm saying okay holy no we do we do fine actually i'm <laughs> sure she did yeah we analyzed a lot of things did have you finished stranger things yet no okay. no don't spoil anything not saying right. a thing where are you I haven't watched any more yet. Well, I'm going to say, what are... Oh, season four, episode one. Oh, gosh. Christy. <laughs> That's a high mountain to climb. Let's okay. go for right. it. Let's get busy. John, where are you in I'm not, Stranger I'm Things not season there. four? I'm not. You didn't even see three. You mm. didn't see two, did nope, you? I did not. What is... <sighs> no, I'm done. I could care less. I don't... How... I don't understand this that. This whole thing... No, no, no. Forget it. What this whole... What is the whole thing? All the streaming, all the episodes, all the anxious, I got to stay up to date. It's too much. I could care less. Mm. I'm done. Are you? I am. I really don't care. Are you, what's that thing you start? Oh, I the saw. It. I saw the old man. I didn't. I didn't see it, but it came. I put it in my list. We watched two episodes, and I loved it. It's fine. It's That's, good. That sounds really good. It's excellent, John Lithgow. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Remember when he played? Jeff he won Daniels. the Emmy for Churchill. Yes, I in do. In the Crown Fabulous. was was that a, a shocking performance? Oh my gosh, he's an incredible actor. Oh, he's an incredible actor. Yeah. Jeff oh. Bridges. John Lithgow. The what old man. was the show that he was in? That stupid comedy, uh, Thirty Rock. No, 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 
Rock. Third from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. Third, yeah, there you go. Remember that? Very yeah, yeah. good. Which was a very fun show. Never saw it. Oh, it seemed weird. No, no, funny show. Really? Oh, yeah. They were aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting on the roof, opining about the world, and trying to hide their alienness. Was, from the other humans. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never saw it. Anyway. You know why? Because it didn't look funny. That's what John always says when I bring up something like uh, The Emperor's New Groove, which is one of my favorite movies ever. I still don't understand how he doesn't like that movie. You know why? He's not going to watch it. It's a cartoon. doesn't look funny. It doesn't. It's, it's funny. Just, uh, I have no interest. Forget <laughs> and it. And if he has no interest, man, you could tie him to a chair and I'm you just couldn't saying, get him to do man, it. You know, time is short, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to spend your time? You're going to watch a dating show is um, what you're going to do. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe those, you know... What is that about? Those, you know, the Indian dating shows I find very interesting, oh the family gosh. dynamics. You name the dating show, you've seen it. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I think. No, just a, oh. no. they're odd dating shows. The, the yeah. autistic dating show right? and the Indian dating show. I have show. never those in my life two. watched a dating show. Those uh, are the only two I've ever watched. The other stuff, like, you know, the Rose thing, I could care less about that. What is that? <laughs> what, what, uh, like oh, the bat, whatever. What about whatever. Love Island? Who, uh, no, that in? no, none. No. none. Okay. I'm telling you, the Indian dating shows... <laughs> And the autistic uh, family dating shows. No, the there dynamics... was another one in there, didn't you? No, that was Did it. you watch a polygamy dating show, like no, a Mormon thing? No, no, okay. no. All right. <laughs> Listen to me. Heaven forbid. <laughs> All of a sudden. I would never. Never. Oh, the Mormon dating show. Is there such a thing? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. All right. We're far afield here. We are, but I have four things to share with you. All right. Let's go. Time is short. Uh, top four forecast. Please, Ready. without further ado, bring it. For Monday, June 20th already, mm. 2022. I don't like it. It's going mm. too I know. Slow I feel down, the same summer. way. Slow down. Slow down. Number one. After the Taliban reconquered Afghanistan last summer, the U.S., you might remember, John, evacuated a lot of U.S. citizens and residents, about 124,000, um, plus third country nationals and Afghans as part of the largest airlift since the Vietnam War. Then they resettled more than 70,000 Afghans who aided the U.S. war effort or were deemed to be at risk of Taliban persecution. But the evacuation as we know is chaotic it was harried all of that not all afghans who could be eligible for u.s resettlement were evacuated a lot of them were left behind right and so they were filing applications for parole blah 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 anyway cbs news reports today that since june of 2021 the u.s was received over forty-six thousand applications from afghans hoping to come to the u.s 90 percent of them have been denied 90 percent only 200 97 have been approved hmm. out of 46,000. Wow. <clears throat> How about that? Whatever that criteria is, right? Who are you connected with? It says pending cases are being considered mm-hmm. by the U.S. government. That is a shocking it number. Is. Yep, it is. Number two. Um, Dmitry Muratov is auctioning off his Nobel Prize mm. this evening. The proceeds will go directly to UNICEF and its efforts to help children displaced by the war in Iraq. Now, here's what's interesting about it. Muratov is Russian. He was awarded the Nobel Prize in October of 2021. He helped to found the independent Russian newspaper Novaya Gazeta. He was the editor-in-chief when it shut down in March amid the Kremlin's clampdown. And it was his own personal idea to auction off his prize Mm -hmm. for Ukrainians, having already announced um, that he was also donating the accompanying $500,000 cash. Wow. Five, cash award, pardon me. The idea of the donation, he said, is to give the children refugees a chance for a future. Fabulous. He did an interview with the AP, and he said he was particularly concerned about children who have been orphaned because of the conflict in Ukraine. Quote, we want to return their future. 
He shared the Nobel Prize last year. You'll remember, John, with a woman, uh, Maria Ressa of the Philippines. They were both journalists. They each received their own medal, and they were both at extreme risk by what they were reporting from their home countries. Incredibly brave writers, skilled writers, um, who put up with everything, including death threats. Muratov himself has been highly critical of Russia going back at least 10 years. Um, And so this is a huge thing that he has decided to do. Still in Russia? Uh, he left Russia for Western Europe Thursday to begin his trip to New York City, where the live bidding of the Nobel Prize were ha- will you could leave. begin to happen this evening. Mm, interesting. How about that? As of uh, right now, I guess the bidding has already begun. $550,000. I'm sure go for a lot more. Number three. A terrific day of golf yesterday in Boston. Matt Fitzpatrick of England won his first PGA Tour win ever by winning the U.S. Open. He's never won a tour event. And decided to win the U.S. Lightning Open yesterday. Absolutely. Um, Will Zalatoris narrowly missed his putt at 18 to take it to a playoff. It was his third second place finish in a major. Mm. Talk about always a bridesmaid, right? Yeah. But Matt Fitzpatrick, if you didn't watch the uh, the tournament yesterday, his bunker shot at 18 is one of the most amazing shots at such a time of intense pressure I've ever seen in nice. golf. I mean, it was so fabulous. Um, but he was amazing, and he won wearing braces. <laughs> Invisalign? I love it. No, not Invisalign. Just, really? the, just the real kind. And number four, Jack Sawinski had a historic performance for the she Pirates did. yesterday at PNC Park when he became the first rookie in the long history of Major League Baseball to hit three home runs in a game with one being a walk-off winner mm. over the Giants, 4-3. And that is your top four at four. Fabulous. Was that terrific yesterday? That sure was. That? Plus his dad was there. I know. Really great for Father's Day. Yes, I heard him interviewed, and he said, "What did you get your dad for Father's Day?" And he was like, oh, <laughs> "This is it." Yeah, yeah. I'm taking him to dinner now. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. It's outstanding. Okay, we'll take a quick break, as we always do on the uh, first guest of the week. We go to the White House with Greg Clarkston. He's straight ahead here, the ride home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM. One hundred one point five W O R D. If we promise God something in a crisis and then later don't do it, are we condemned? Jephthah, one of the 12 judges God appointed, made a rash promise to God, and now his daughter's life is at stake. What does Jephthah do? How does God respond? Board the Bible bus with Dr. J. Vernon McGee this week and find out. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Inflation throughout the nation. From a gallon of milk to a gallon of gas, prices are skyrocketing. But the cost for term life insurance is actually going down. That's why you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider. Big Lou's mission is to protect you with term life insurance that you can afford, even in times of inflation. Take Jeff from Florida. He's 55, 6 feet, 300 pounds, and his diabetes control was not perfect. Another provider quoted him a half a million dollars of 20-year term at almost $500 per month. Big Lou. Lou found Jeff the same life insurance policy for 225 bucks a month, a 50% savings. Even if you're struggling with health issues, call Big Lou at Term Provider. Heck, you might not even need an exam to get approved. For affordable term life insurance today, call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. That's 800-333-1750. Term life insurance rates are going down. Call 800-333-1750 or Big 
BigLou.com. Can you imagine a single mother in a country like Haiti, Guatemala, or Nicaragua trying to provide food, education, spiritual, and physical development for her children, and she earns less than a dollar a day? Most of us would say that's impossible, and it is. And that's why Word FM and Cross International are excited about our partnership to come alongside these families and help provide food for a full year, Christian education, and spiritual development for children in these Latin American countries and other nations where Cross is working. It only takes a one-time gift of $64 for each child to provide all of this and more. With so many children facing chronic malnutrition, lack of education, and spiritual development, would you prayerfully come alongside with your single gift of $64 or more right now and help one or more of these children thrive? Call Cross International now, 1-866-806-2977 or give online at wordfm.com. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The ride homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. We go to the White House now, where Greg Clugson joins us from SRN News, where he is the White House correspondent. Greg, happy Monday to you. How was uh, how was your Father's Day? Hey, it was good. Had a great weekend. Excellent. Great, uh, great weather here in the Mid Atlantic, maybe there and yes, Pittsburgh so area as well. Beautiful, yeah, really beautiful. Greg, Very did nice. you? Uh, is there a high point of Father's Day? Well, I have to tell you, it was a little different this year. It was a good day, but it was a different day because mm. all three of my kids were not here. What? <laughs> so my daughter's married and living in Michigan, and the two boys, are uh, they took a road trip to go visit their sister and brother-in-law, mm. and they did it this weekend. And uh, Left you behind. So my wife and I, we had a quiet weekend, and uh, we just, we just, it was very, we had a great video call with the kids yesterday, but it was different, but still very nice. Got it. Okay. Uh, John also didn't have a highlight. What did he say? He said it, you had a consistent, it was, steady. It, it was a steady flow. Steady flow, said. I said, it, of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Steady flow of love here. Steady flow of love. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to the main happenings that are going on inside the Beltway. Okay. so it sounds like uh, the president considering a pause in the federal gas tax. I'm sure we can uh, figure out why. Uh, What would be the implications of that, Greg? Well, the gas tax funds, uh, you know, highways across the country. Uh, It's it's about 18.4 cents a gallon. Uh, that is added to every gallon wow. of gas that we buy. 18. So if you if you if you had ten dollars to fill up, you know you'd be saving almost two dollars. So, um, you know, people would take those two dollars right now. But I guess the downside potentially to that is what about the funding of current and and more likely future highway projects, repairs on on roadways, that kind of thing. And that's why the president would be considering just a pause, like just for a short period of time. Would this tax not be added on? Um, and then it would obviously resume because that's a that's a major funding area for for highway repairs. So the president, he was asked about that. He's he's been at the beach this weekend um, and he was asked about it today. He was out for a walk. Reporters said, hey, is this under consideration? He confirmed that, yes, he's he's 
thinking about it. He's talking with his administration members about that. And possibly by the end of the week, he might have an announcement on that. Fabulous. Mm. What will happen is the uh, the feds will reduce their tax here in Pennsylvania. They'll raise it again. Right. Yeah. Seriously, we are paying so much in tax. It's really sick. Through the roof. What happens yeah, here I in mean, Pennsylvania? State taxes, and in some cases, there are county taxes added on as well, depending on where you live. You, right. you live. So you're right, John. Um, those things can be adjusted at the local and state level sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they surely will. Okay, uh, Greg, uh, we were um, witness to two January 6th hearings last week. Uh, what's on the agenda for the committee this week? Yeah, uh, two more hearings, one tomorrow, one Thursday. Last Thursday is when we heard and saw from a lot of members from inside the Trump administration talking about what was described really as a pressure campaign on the vice president, Mike Pence, uh, pressure directly from Donald Trump, as well as from a couple of uh, lawyers that got the attention of Donald Trump. And uh, and what what the, what the president ultimately believed was a, a was a, a viable pathway to essentially rejecting the results mm-hmm. of the 2020 election. Uh, Pence, you know, he consulted his own constitutional legal experts and concluded that he simply did not have the authority, as we all know, um, to reject those ballots uh, when they were to be certified on January 6th. But we had a lot of of the behind the scenes efforts, as well as reminders of, of tweets and public statements that Donald Trump made in the days leading up to January 6th and on January 6th at that rally where he was calling on Pence to show courage. And uh, then he said simply that, you know, he did not show that courage. And that's a message that the president is still saying today, a year and a half later. Right. So show courage, according to the former president, is do what I'm asking you to do. Right. And in fact, there were some who would argue that Pence actually, actually did show courage, courage right by by not by not doing what the president had demanded of him i mean it's he was he w- i i'm i know that he had a lot of experience dealing with the former president throughout their tenure together but still it did require uh an amazing sense of self uh and a sense of the moment to make a decision like that when it had to be made it really did. And that's why he and his staff, the vice president and his staff, they sought out, um, as it turned out, from uh, uh, a former judge, James L- uh, uh, Judge Ludig, that, um, and he's, he also testified last Thursday, and he was a top contender. He was like a top three contender for the Supreme Court during the George W. Bush administration. Mm-hmm. This is a conservative constitutional scholar, legal expert, a champion in conservative political circles. And uh, he's the one who said to Pence, you absolutely do not have the authority to do anything but accept the ballots and the returns uh, on January 6th. And that's, of course, what what Pence ended up doing. What One clip of uh, deposition from Ivanka Trump that I thought was interesting last week is she was describing the converse. She was in the Oval Office with some other aides, um, um, and I don't remember if it was the day of or the day before January 6th, but the, the president was on a phone call with Mike Pence, oh, yeah. and she, dis- she said that um, it got to be a very heated conversation. She was only hearing the president's side of it, but she said when she later learned it was the VP, she said it was a much different tone than she had ever heard that her dad had taken with Mike Pence. So it was it truly was a pressure campaign and it was ratcheting up right near the very end. Mm-hmm. And, Greg, of course, as always, because it is um, so divisive, depending upon your party line, you'll either agree with the proceedings or think uh, there's nothing here. Let's just move on. 
That's that's absolutely right, John. Because uh, any number of people, uh, especially those who support Trump, but not not even necessarily those who do, will look at this procedure and say, "Well, look, it's it's a it's a Democrat-controlled committee." Uh, the two Republicans that are on the committee voted to impeach Donald Trump, and some of the uh, committee members that Republicans wanted to have on the panel were rejected by Nancy Pelosi uh, because they felt like she felt like they were just simply going to undermine the investigation. So partisan politics is definitely a part of this, and it does it, it does shade how people view whether this is a legitimate process or not. <laughs> We can't escape partisan politics, and that would be silly to even contemplate it. It does um, sadden me, though, that regardless of political perspective, people aren't invested in paying attention to what it is. I mean, recognizing you're coming into it with your own opinion, but that there are there are facts that are being presented that I think that we every citizen should grapple with. Well, it was interesting at the end of his his live in person testimony last Thursday, Judge Ludig uh he he gave a very very strong warning and he spoke very deliberately and in, at times slowly to make sure that his words were careful and that he was speaking in his perspective from his perspective accurately but he he said in his final statement before the committee that he views what donald trump continues to say and what his supporters continue to say and and vow that they will do next time around uh, presents a clear and present danger to democracy in the United States. So it was a chilling, chilling warning from someone who is, uh, was very sober and very serious-minded about this mm-hmm. matter. And so with that in mind, uh, this past weekend, the Faith and Freedom Conference was held, and the uh, former president, President Trump, spoke there. Yeah, he did. This is the Ralph Reed Organization, Freedom, uh-huh. um, Faith and Freedom Coalition, and it's the Road to Democracy Conference. It's a, it's an annual conference. Um, a lot of conservatives and Republican lawmakers uh, and others attend, and often those who are presidential hopefuls go there. There's sometimes a straw poll and that, those kinds of things. And so Donald Trump has spoken to this uh, event before, even while he was in office. Uh, he spoke to the conference uh, here in Washington. But this year, it's in, it was in Nashville, and he did speak on, I think it was either Friday or Saturday, Friday, I believe. Um, and he essentially said uh, what he said a year and a half ago this past weekend. He said that the, 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 uh, the election was stolen, that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president of the United States. And he said once again, Mike Pence did not display the courage that he was hoping to on January 6th. So there is absolutely no backing down by the former president uh, and his supporters are uh, right there with him. We're talking to Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, uh, while all this is going on, the president has the gall to fall off his bike. And of course, there are you know, ripples of, of you know, news hysteria going all across the country. Uh, tell us how the president has recovered from that from this thing that has happened to all all persons who ride a bike yeah Yeah. it it was not a serious fall it was not a damaging fall in (laughs) fact uh the president was slowing down to to stop and speak to some uh, folks gathered uh near the pathway there at rehoboth beach delaware and reporters were there as well uh and he was coasting to a stop and he got one of his feet um tangled or couldn't get it out of the toe clip on the pedal mm-hmm. uh, which brings up a whole discussion of whether someone should be you know if you're if you're biking casually do you need those little toe clips i hate toe those cages? things john loves them uh, I, love I hate them 
Yeah. yeah, I think I think you're right. It's a it's a love hate relationship. Obviously, the president uses them or at least did use them this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just trying to dismount basically and, and get his feet on the ground. The one foot didn't come out and he slowly sort of in slow motion tipped over, <laughs> just tipped over on the side. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, thanks. He was he was moving hardly at, at all at that point, And Secret Service was quickly there. But uh, he explained it today to reporters when he was asked about it. He said he's feeling fine. No injuries. But it's one of those clips that, you know, has been captured and will forever see on uh, on repeat whenever we're talking about presidents and uh, and foils and falls and right. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shades of President Ford and uh, President Carter and whatnot. I mean, yeah, there's a, a blooper. Reel. They fall off their bikes. Well, no, they fell. They fell, though. Oh, yeah. I don't remember they that. Fell down. Mm-hmm. They yeah, fell down. Yeah, every every president has has something along those lines. George W. Bush dropped one of his dogs coming down the steps off of Air Force One. <laughs> oh, I, wow! I don't remember <laughs> that either. Flipped over right on the tarmac there. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Did he recover? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he wasn't like at the top of the steps. He was oh, okay. you know, had two or three to go, but still, it was a it was a. It's embarrassing, a right? Drop. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the thing I mean, is, like you know, it's like broadcasting. I mean, if there's a camera in front of you, sooner or later, you're going to oh, do stupid gosh. things because that's just what life is filled with. Right. And for and for those of us in broadcasting, those are some of the funniest blooper reels reels we ever see because we understand what's going on. Oh my on gosh. Right. It's why it keeps me yeah. up at night. Okay, last question for you, Greg, of course, taking you um off uh, kind of down the garden path. Uh <laughs> God bless you, Greg. So look out. Uh Lionel Richie's birthday today. Oh. Hey. Hello, and hello. uh yeah, so wondering if you were a Lionel Richie fan and if so, if you had, you know, a favorite song, perhaps you slow danced to with a girlfriend in seventh grade or something. Oh wow, that's putting um, you on the spot, Greg. I tell you, it is. I I would have to say uh, I do like uh, Lionel Richie mm-hmm. and loved some of the songs from the Commodores as well. Yes, singer. Brickhouse being the best of all. Um, I'm trying to think of the the name of the song from one of his first albums. Is it uh, Hello? You, not not no not Hello. Before, Truly, three times you a lady. Are, maybe is it You Are? Oh, you are, yeah. You Something are like the that. Mm, yeah, yeah, that, that's yes. a happy song. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah song. it's it's nice, kind of a you know, obviously pop, but upbeat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Christy, try to find that. that you are by Lionel Richie. Oh, that's a good See song. If you can find it. Yeah, okay. Very nice. All right, John, yeah. do you have one? Well, so we have this disagreement in our house, which is true. The Commodores, you know, they they sort of what you want is brick house. With yeah, the that's what you want. Yeah. But Lionel Richie <laughs> tended to slow things down with the Commodores. Um, it was a whole different See, ball a whole of other vibe. It was so, like it's like he had a split personality. Right. Just so he kind of poo pooed. He that. was doing one thing, and then he went to the solo career, and he became Barry Manilow. Yeah, very easy. Yeah. So. So it is brick house. It uh, is brick house. Really, what it is. Yeah. All night long was a good song. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. But uh, what is this? Oh wait, we're getting it. That was very slow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you That's hear that, it. Greg? Mm-hmm. I do. That's mm-hmm. the one. It's very 80s. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's a good song. I it is a good song. Uh, this like, I've got so much love. It's like Dick Clark. I- I'll give it a five, Dick. Yeah. Oh, it's very danceable. <laughs> Greg, always a pleasure. This will be, this will be my theme music every Monday now. <laughs> you said it first. <laughs> good to see you, Greg. Have a good week. You Thank did. you so much. Greg Clarkson, like SRN News White House Correspondent. Yeah, let that go. Keep that going, Christy. Yeah, like very nice. Okay, we'll take a quick break.
super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good? Consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. I've always been kind of cynical towards advertising, which I know doesn't make much sense considering I'm currently recording a commercial. It's all the fluffy words that make us cynical, right? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a blue light special, but only, of course, if you call right now. It all kind of makes me nauseous, and yet here I am about to say that right now actually might be a -a once-in-a-lifetime moment for some of us, and that is the opportunity of a cash-out refinance. Arguably never has there been a moment in time like the last few years where home values have jumped at crazy historical levels, leaving all this extra money sitting inside our homes. A cash-out refinance lets you put that extra money in your pocket to use for life. If you'd like to see your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Corporate analyst number 1330. Equal housing lender. I in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. At Century 3 Chevrolet, they know your time is valuable. Instead of walking dealer lots or spending hours searching online, custom order your new Chevrolet at Century3Chevy.com. Find new roads and the vehicle you want at Century 3 Chevrolet. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Patchy clouds expected for tonight with a low of 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow, tomorrow's high 90. Mainly clear and warm tomorrow night with a low of 70. Variable cloudiness for Wednesday with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm mainly later in the day. It'll be warm and humid. Those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a high Wednesday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Happy June 13th to you. Juneteenth. Hmm? This is uh, the second annual observation of the uh, holiday, the new holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering about thinking about uh, slaves in this country, the black and slave population in the United States. And uh, Statista, which is a, as you might imagine, a statistical website, lists the number of, of slaves in this country 
from 1790 up through 1860. What's fascinating is is this, is that there were almost 700,000 slaves in the United States in 1790, which equated to approximately 18% of the total That's U.S. Shocking. population. That is shocking. 18%, which is roughly one in every six people in 1790 in this country was considered a slave. Isn't that amazing? By 1860... The final census taken before the Civil War, there were 4 million slaves in the South, compared with less than half a million free African Americans in all of the United States. Mm -hmm. Of the uh, 4.4 million African Americans in the U.S. before the war, almost 4 million of these people, as you said, were held as slaves, meaning that for all African Americans living in the U.S. in 1860, there was an 89% chance that they themselves lived in slavery. The total numbers were also shocking to me because an estimated 12 to 13 million Africans transported to the Americas as slaves. Say that again. 12 to 13 million Africans transported to the Americas as slaves. This doesn't include the high number who didn't survive the journey, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which apparently was as high as 23% some years. Right, yeah. Now, just looking at those high numbers... Um, it makes me think of all of the commentary that I've seen in person, but certainly online about how, you know, uh, current people of color in the country should stop complaining because things are so much better than they were and (laughs) we don't have slavery anymore. I wasn't there. And so you should get over it. And I wasn't there and I wasn't a slaveholder and blah, blah, blah. blah. All, All I can say is when you're looking at numbers that are that high. You're looking. It's not like we look back over the history of slavery in America, and we see that there were, you know, it was thirty thousand, thirty thousand people. Right. I mean, if we're talking an estimated twelve to thirteen million Africans transported to, to the Americas, so it's not just to our country, right. but that is such a gigantic number. You think about how much you are impacted, John, me, Christy, by stories of your grandparents or your great grandparents. Or your great-grandparents. That's part of history of who you are. Sure. Who am I? Well, how can we expect as white Americans for black Americans to look back at the history of who they are they and have it not matter? Right. And it has to matter. And I think we talked about this on Friday show. My great-grandparents mattered to me. Their stories matter to me. But for a lot of African Americans, how do they have a family tree? How do you know that? How do you know the story? Where does it go from that? Right. We'll take a quick break. When we do come back, Tony Turner is with us. Tony's a regular guest on our show over the years. She's a Pittsburgh pastor, a writer, speaker. Straight ahead. One hundred one point five WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Are you carrying heavy burdens alone? We have burdens. The Bible says man that is born of woman is full of trouble as the sparks that fly upward. But thank God we don't have to bear our burdens alone. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, How to Weather the Storms of Life, this month on Love Worth Finding. 
Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Business owners and entrepreneurs, would you like to have $50,000 in corporate credit? How about getting your credit score over 750? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate, and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Go to RaysWebinar.com now to book a free webinar and get over 50K in corporate credit and get your credit score up to 750. When you attend, ask Ray about the $1,000 cash credit within days. Go to RaiseWebinar.com. That's RaiseWebinar.com. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code word. Now the offer is not going to last long. So order now with promo code word at mypillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Your local radio station are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Happy to welcome back to the airwaves, Tony Turner. Tony's a regular guest on our show over many years, a pastor, a counselor, a teacher, and uh, we'll talk about her work with the Gracism Task Force as well. Tony, um, happy Juneteenth to you. How are you? Um, doing pretty good. How about you guys? Good. <laughs> that was a big build-up. It was. It and was. then you okay. kind of had a soft landing. I'm, I'm eager to hear about that. Um, tell me what you think about the Juneteenth celebration. Um, I think that the Juneteenth celebration is as important as the Israelites being released from Egypt. Hmm. Wow, that's pretty big, Tom. I'm just saying, you know, whenever there is freedom, I believe that it should be celebrated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been to Passover Seders, you know, where, you know, they celebrated what God did during... Uh, you know the the release of the um, you know the the exodus, uh, and I think that uh, all of us need to see that whenever there is a group of us that is, uh, I will say, for lack of a better word, enslaved but oppressed or uh, kept down for some reason, what we need to see is that all of us, all of humanity, 
suffer something, mm-hmm. some sort of loss. And that's, uh, I think, in, in terms of my, my concern for unity within the body of Christ, I think that that's something that we need to take a look at, that God has fullness for us. He created every single one of us with a purpose in mind. Um, he created all of us actually with more thoughts than there is sand. And so uh, when I refuse to see that, I'm, I'm cutting myself off from something. Mm-hmm. You know, the more I know about you guys, the more I know about God. Yeah. You know, the more I know about myself, the more I know about God. And uh, it, it's so important um, for me that we see again that even though mankind has been used to oppress others, it's still a spiritual issue. Our real enemy is not flesh and blood. Our real enemy is Lucifer, who wants to destroy anything that's been made in the image of God and wants to wipe out God's purpose. And the, you know, the more we can say, well, you know what, uh, the more we can encourage one another to to get the fullness of of um, you know what God meant when He said, "Let there be Kathy, let there be John, let there be Tony." You know, the more we can capture that, I believe, the better off we're going to be. Um, I think I've mentioned to some of you before, uh, mentioned to you at other times rather, that I believe as long as mankind is breathing, there's going to be some form of racism, separatism, hatred, you know, all of that. But we in the church have the opportunity because we have Jesus and we have the empowerment of his grace, his presence. We have the empowerment of his wisdom, the access to everything that is in order to make the most of what uh you know of this life we're on this planet right now this crazy crazy planet for a reason we could have been born a hundred years ago ourselves Mm. you know but we're here now and as far as black people are concerned i want to say okay so i know that god had some brilliancy in mind he created us in his image as well and so you know we need to take a look at what it is that he that he in, uh, instilled in the sons of Ham, Shem, and Japheth, you know, that we're meant to work together, okay? And how can we encourage each other in that, you know, so that we can see the, we, you know, we pray all the time at the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We want to see it on earth as it is in heaven, as much as we can. Amen. Tony, I wonder, when you were a young girl, Kath and I were talking about family trees before you came on with us in, in our last segment, but do you have any remembrance of being a young girl and having a realization that your ancestors came from slavery? Absolutely. Tell me. So I know on my father's side, there was um, the, the, the female uh, who started essentially our family uh, she was brought here from Ghana. She was royalty. And because of, you know, her her stock, she was actually used to, uh, she had 14 husbands. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if you can imagine that. No. <laughs> she had 14 husbands. And um, so the multiplying and the replenishing, of course, you know, went on from there. But um, I, I, I don't know. 
every detail of how it happened, but I remember my grandfather's uh, farm was pretty huge. Um, and uh, my my father grew up on that farm, hmm. but my father, and this was in Atlanta that my father grew up. And, um, you know, he experienced a lot of, you know, racism, but somehow they managed to thrive. They managed to, you know, to live and to, um, you know, to, to have a strong work ethic. Um, we don't know about, you know, uh, some of the details, but we do know that that happened. On my mother's side, we're not real sure of whether or not they were actually slaves because my mother's uh, um, grandparents were deaf. They were on a farm. They were on the cotton farm of the cannons. Do you remember cannon towels and cannon shoes? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So they were on that particular farm, and apparently the cannons were members of the Northern Presbyterian Church that were not necessarily, uh, they did not uphold slavery. Mm-hmm. And as a result, my mother's family, they were allowed to read. And we know the slaves were not permitted to read. It was illegal uh, back then. But um, on my mother's side of the family, there were uh, there was a, one Samuel Isaac Moon who was a, a, an obstetrician um, two years before slavery ended. You really? know, how did that happen? Yeah, obstetrician. Hmm. So on one side of the family, there's a gigantic farm, and so Mm -hmm. you're self-sustaining there. On the other side, there's professionals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teachers, clergy, artists, inventors, um, and, uh, you know, artists and musicians, and entrepreneurs, and, again, farmers, because they they were on the the, farm. So, Tony, what's interesting is, so despite slavery, and that's a gigantic... Despite. Despite. Mm -hmm. uh, Your family, you thrived. And and they absolutely experienced discrimination. They absolutely experienced, you know, like, for example, that my my uncle that was the obstetrician, he actually had to... uh, he had to leave uh, Spartanburg, Virginia. He had a 24-hour reprieve from being lynched because he it was illegal for a black doctor to work on a white woman. And he saved a woman who had come to his house who was hemorrhaging. And um, he knew that they would come and try to lynch him, but he um, was saved a member anyway. of... Yeah, he was a member of a secret organization, so was the sheriff. And the sheriff, instead of lynching him, gave him 24 hours to uh, leave town. Oh, my goodness. And to Pittsburgh. Helping someone cost you your place in this world to move forward. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But what I still see, not just in my family, but I still see in people of color, people, people, period, there's a resilience that's in us. That, you know, I'm I'm saying, yeah, it's one thing for us to celebrate these holidays. It's one thing for us to recognize our history. We need to be very sober about the sacrifices that were made, you know, ahead of us in order for us to be able to just even be alive today, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, starting with gratitude to God. Because he's the one who has who has caused that resilience. He built that in us. 
And um, so as much as I can, I need to be able to look at the young people in my neighborhood and I need to be able to say, what's in you, little brother? What's in you, little sister? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you're selling drugs when you could be selling something legal and making some money off of that. You know, Um, you're you're out here. You're you know, you're I watched a guy. He was actually um, uh, I was asked to, to consult with this. A uh, particular young man um, who had been suspended from school. He was running a gang out of his home. Mm. And, um, you know, what I'm saying to that young man, I mean, we managed to work through some things for him because it, it turned out he was brilliant too. He had teaching skills in him. Okay. If he could run a gang from inside his house, he had leadership in him. Mm-hmm. You know, those things need to be looked at and encouraged in one another, not just on the basis of color, but I'm saying we all need to be able to celebrate one another as having been made in the image of Amen. God. Amen. That's Tony Turner, Pittsburgh based pastor, teacher, you name it. Uh, before you leave us, talk about the Gracism Task Force and what it is. Gracism Task Force is uh, basically uh, on this planet to help bring about unity within the body of Christ so that the empowerment that God said belongs in the church, the light, the salt, so that that can come about. And what I do is I do um, workshops and Bible studies and, you know, consultations and just conducting conversations to, you know, bust the myths that are involved with uh racism and division within the body of Christ and we can we can come forth as uh, a unified bride instead of bridal parts. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen yeah. to that. Tony, it's always a pleasure. You're fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing just a small slice of your family history with us. We really appreciate it on this day. Hope to see you June 10th, mm-hmm. uh, July 10th. Yes, we'll be there. We'll be there. Heinz Field. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Two o'clock at Heinz Field. See you there. Pittsburgh Praise coming up is what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. We need to take my brother-in-law died suddenly and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home that's why i told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer an agent offered us a 10-year five hundred thousand dollar policy for nearly fifty dollars a month then we called select quote select quote found us identical coverage for only nineteen dollars a month a savings of three hundred and sixty nine dollars a year Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede, these are MyPillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-800. 
391-0954. Use the promo code WORD or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now, the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Eden Christian Academy invites golfers of every age and skill level to the Warrior Golf Classic. August 15th at Treesdale Golf and Country Club in Gibsonia. Come for an amazing 18 holes, delicious food, skill contests, and more. Proceeds will benefit all Eden students, enabling the academy to pay off its third student transportation van, plus make upgrades to the upper school weight room. Register your foursome or play as an individual. Not a golfer? Become a sponsor. The Warrior Golf Classic, August 15th. Sign up now at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners, listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a Truth Partner and help bring the gospel to others? Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. Millennials may have uh, be the first generation to come of age uh, during the uh, <clears throat> rise of electronics, but their Gen Z successors have grown up with it. A 2018 Pew Research Center says that 95% of teenagers have access to a smartphone. Mm-hmm. 52% say that they use the internet almost constantly. For many of them, social media has been a space of self-expression, entertainment, and connection. But a 22 study says that um, uh, people, uh, young people, um, are more apt to depression, suicide, and disconnection from the real world because of their time on the web. So there's a new rise, um, uh, something about just disconnecting. Time now to log off. And a rising sophomore at uh, Washington University in St. Louis, who is 19, has uh, started an organization called Log Off Movement, which helps to uh, spur dialogue among young people who are feeling the adverse effect of social media and want to adjust their relationships to it. Mm. And uh, the young person, um, a young woman, uh, Emma Thompson, says that she is trying to encourage and engage those like her to do less than an hour a day online. Wow. That's not very much. Mm -mm. An hour a day. Check your email, do some homework, get off with it. What do you think? Well, I think it's admirable because clearly she is fighting against the tide. Yeah. Swimming upstream. No, I mean, I remember a time when we didn't have the internet. She doesn't. No. And it's hard to imagine outside of the soup you've been swimming in for your entire life. This is it. This is home. To imagine that there was something different. She talks about general anxiety disorder, Mm -hmm. that everyone she knows would suffer from some form of that. Isn't that interesting? Now, looking back at when the internet started to gain popularity and, and more average people had access to it, never did any of us ever imagine that that would be a result of it. Anxiety disorder. Never. We would have thought, oh my gosh, the information possibilities, the communication possibilities. The, the entertainment. Right. We, I, 
And to think that we have ended up with generalized anxiety disorders because... And that's putting it mildly, I'd say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, mean, oftentimes it's soul-crushing. Don't you believe? The more time you spend on it. And for every fringe idea that somebody had before there was an internet... Where they, you know, you thought, well, there's hey, some, man, right, right. Now there's a huge, gospel. it's a coalition of people who can, you know, every as Sebastian Maniscalco says, they can meet at the airport and have a conference. Right, which has affected every aspect of society, most notably politics, which of course affects most notably every aspect of society. So the dog chases its tail. <sighs> okay, on that happy note. Much more coming up in yeah. five o'clock hour. Right home. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It's in healthcare. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Israel's coalition government agrees to dissolve and hold new elections this year. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's office announced Monday that his weakened coalition will be disbanded and the country will head to new elections. The elections, expected in October or November, would be Israel's fifth in three years. The election could also set the stage for a return to power by longtime Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who is now the opposition leader. Correspondent Bernie Bennett with our report. President Biden says he's considering a federal holiday on the gasoline tax. That could possibly save Americans as much as 18.4 cents a gallon. The president indicated to reporters that his decision could come by the end of the week. Gas prices nationwide averaging just under $5 a gallon, according to AAA. Taxes on gasoline and diesel fuel help pay for highways. This is SRN News. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and prices are up everywhere, meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. The most beautiful things in life start small from a single seed. At Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, with the aid of warm sun, fertile soil, and expert hands, Those seeds blossom into gardens of fresh produce, delicious wines, and beautiful landscapes. Here at Bedner's Thriving Family Farming Garden Center, you'll find everything you need to inspire your own homegrown happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald, making the world beautiful since 1917 at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shady Side store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, 
your jewelers for life. I think what excites them the most is that their children are happy. Carabelle, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. When the children come into school, they love it. And oftentimes they're super excited when they leave because they don't want to leave. You know, it's always, bye, Mrs. Bell, see you tomorrow. I mean, they're just always happy. And I think that makes parents happy. You want to see your children have a passion for education. We want them to enjoy learning. Imagine, believe, achieve Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at JubileeCS.org. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kirk Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Patchy clouds expected for tonight with a low of 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow, tomorrow's high 90. Mainly clear and warm tomorrow night with a low of 70. Variable cloudiness for Wednesday with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm, mainly later in the day. It'll be warm and humid. Those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a high Wednesday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for being with us. Monday. Mondays are always a little difficult to just get going again, isn't it? Yes. What is that? Uh, I think, you know what I was doing this morning? Hmm. Spuddling. Oh. Do you remember Word of the Day last Friday? Yes, yes. What's the definition? The um, spuddle. I actually have it right here. Thank if you'll you. hold on, um, we had we started a word of the day thing last week, and I decided to begin with spuddle, which means uh, it's a verb from the 17th century that means to work feebly and ineffectively <laughs> because your mind yeah. is elsewhere or you haven't quite woken up yet. Mm. Also, to be extremely busy whilst achieving nothing. Mm. Were you doing that? Mm-hmm. We, oh. Well, you know, spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. But, you know, but you're you might be achieving a little bit. You, I would a, hope so. You know, but you're doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But you look back and you think, what I in you know, the last thirty minutes was what I doing? I get done there, right? I was working feebly and ineffectively. <laughs> you spuddle. Mm-hmm. I'm spuddling along yeah, here. Yeah, just spuddling. Five o'clock hour on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Yippers. That's what it is. When's a uh, uh, how is it? Two weeks till the Fourth of July? Probably. Mm-hmm. You have plans? Uh, we spent last Fourth of July together. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Why is he laughing like that? <laughs> He's saying that like he certainly doesn't want to repeat it. No, no, well, after you know, he needed some space for, from us for yeah, the weekends. He Maybe he, he's saying that about holidays too. That's sad. So, I think like, everybody needs some space, don't you? We had a good time last Fourth of July. Yeah, I'm not saying we you didn't. Don't even, yeah, no, you no. think you, we? You don't think we did? No, fine, fine. I mean, you don't even do you remember it. Of course. Okay. Yes, but I'm just saying it's not that I don't like being with you, mm-hmm. but you know, when the weekend's here, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to hang. Mm-hmm. That's all. Or like, That's all. Comment on any of our threads or anything like nope. that. Nope. I don't need it. No. Yeah. 
I didn't even text him this weekend, Christy. Nope. You know why? Why? I knew I wouldn't get anywhere. Oh, what's what's the point here? You know, yeah. we're just having mm-hmm. some downtime from each other. That's all it was. Everybody needs a little. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. So Juneteenth, we're celebrating today. We're not celebrating. We're observing. You're not. We, we are. Observing. I mean, we're, we're celebrating. I guess we. Should, it's a, certainly a thing that we should all be celebrating. But I don't know. Like when you say celebration, you think that means like food party. That you know, guy. right? We don't. Yes. He does that on Friday. Right, That's that about woo it. guy. Yeah. Who comes to us up on Friday? Okay. Here's a few things about Juneteenth uh, we should know. All right, tell me. Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery. Mm-hmm. Now, the weird thing about this, people think, oh, this is this there, is new. There were more than twenty different endings of slavery across this country. Right, laws changed in different states in the District of Columbia. So, you know, in Pennsylvania, it ended in the 1790s, I believe. Hmm. Here, you know, in Juneteenth, it wasn't a hundred years. This is the past. very end, right? Right. Number two, the Emancipation Proclamation did not end slavery or free all slaves in the U.S. Almost 18 months after the Civil War began, and then 930 days before the war would end, President Lincoln announced that if the rebels did not end the fighting and rejoin the Union by January 1, 1863, all slaves in the Confederate states would be free. On the first day of January, all persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state, the people wherefore of shall will be in rebellion against the United States. The proclamation only applied to states that had succeeded, though, which left slavery intact in these six border states of Delaware, Maryland, Kentucky, Missouri, and West Virginia. Who knew? Wow. Freedom for slaves in Texas began in Galveston, June 19, 1865. On that day... The Union Major General Gordon Granger read Order Number 3 to the people of Galveston. Celebrations of this order began to occur on June 19th, the next year, 1866. Slavery still persisted in the U.S. even after Juneteenth. While slavery, uh, while Juneteenth celebrates the official end of slavery, the institution persisted in the United States for almost a half a year longer. Delaware and Kentucky only abolished slavery in December right? of 1865. Mm-hmm. Huh. Juneteenth celebrations spread through migration. The observance of Juneteenth spread across the U.S. as black people from Texas migrated throughout the nation, which only makes sense, right? All right, listen to this story. This is a story from today's Wall Street Journal. Um, this is about Bridget Mason. Her name was Biddy. She was born in 1818, John, as a slave to a Mississippi man named Robert Smith. After walking 1,800 miles to follow Smith to California, she successfully sued him for her freedom. As a free woman, she worked as a midwife and a nurse, carefully saving all she could. Biddy used her savings to buy land in the rapidly growing city of Los Angeles and eventually became the wealthiest and most influential black American west of the Mississippi. What? And she used her fortune to fund charities and serve the poor. Holy smokes. So she followed, she was forced to travel with her slave master Mm -hmm. and walk 1,800 miles. miles. Yeah. And then got to California, and she had the wherewithal to go, wait a second, I'm in a different place exactly. here. Exactly. I can, I can sue I can, these guys. I can become free. Who, what kind of force of nature would have the, to do that? 
This is part of an opinion piece by uh, Robert L. Woodson Sr. He says, stories such as Biddy Mason's taught with even reasonable competence can inspire school children of all races and backgrounds. Who wouldn't be inspired by someone who, forbidden to learn to read or write, sponsored the construction of the first black church in L.A., which has thousands of members today? Such heroes as Mason can give all of us, regardless of race, a framework for understanding our past and building our future together. Mm. They can give us the tools to reconcile with one another and to discern justice in light of historical reality. Wow. Fabulous. Isn't that good? He also says in the article, and this is um, this is an interesting point, and probably, I think, from my perspective, an important point to make, um, which is that you can look at the Biddy Mason story and you can focus on what Robert Smith did to her. Right. Or you can focus on what she did in spite of all that she was restricted from doing. Mm -hmm. And what do we focus on? A lot of times we focus on the injustice of it, which there was. I'm not trying to say that there was no injustice. But sometimes our emotional energy, I think, gets deposited in recognizing the injustice part and not celebrating the incredible heroic nature of what she did with her life that's a good point right i mean it's easy. i think you don't have to pick one or the other you no. can do both you can be a victim and still rise right but it is good to, to know both sides yeah of it. that's very interesting okay let's take a quick break uh american decimation on the front lines of the tearing of our social fabric we're going to talk with selena zito about addiction that's next year on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. Like a beautiful garden, a healthy marriage requires hard work and consistent care. This week on Truth for Life, we'll find out how to protect our marriages by establishing boundaries. We'll also learn some helpful principles to prevent marital failure. That's our focus on Truth for Life with Alistair Bay. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate... For MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler, where 14-year-old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine-hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range, featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? (laughs) Yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping certified club fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. 
Can you imagine a single mother in a country like Haiti, Guatemala, or Nicaragua trying to provide food, education, spiritual, and physical development for her children, and she earns less than a dollar a day? Most of us would say that's impossible, and it is. And that's why Word FM and Cross International are excited about our partnership to come alongside these families and help provide food for a full year, Christian education, and spiritual development for children in these Latin American countries and other nations where Cross is working. It only takes a one-time gift of $64 for each child to provide all of this and more. With so many children facing chronic malnutrition, lack of education, and spiritual development, would you prayerfully come alongside with your single gift of $64 or more right now and help one or more of these children thrive? Call Cross International now, 1-866-806-2977 or give online at wordfm.com. By the millions, people are addicts in this country. And I wonder what you could, you know, what that number would be like world worldwide. How many addicts are walking among us? Well, they're right here in the city of Pittsburgh, of course. I'm sure they're, you know, part of your family structure. That's just where we are in the 21st century. And Selena Zito has written a piece that is damning for us here in western Pennsylvania. Selena is the author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. She's also a writer for The Washington Examiner, The New York Post. She previously worked for The Atlantic. And she's also writing a column for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. But we saw a piece... American decimation on the front lines of the tearing of our social fabric that Selena wrote. And uh, Selena, welcome back. Uh, this is uh, brutal, but I'm glad that it's you that is uh, telling us what's happening here in locally with Pittsburgh. Oh, thanks so much. And I, and I, I write for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, not the Tribune. Oh, oh, thank you. Sorry for that. Yeah, that's kind of an important <laughs> distinction to make. Well, we're, re- we're, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we're reading, uh, I'm reading from your piece in the Washington Examiner, uh, when you're talking about the Hampton Battery, Selena. Um, so talk about the Hampton Battery, dedicated here in 1871 to a young Civil War soldier. Talk about what it is and what's going on there today. So it's a beautiful, or was, a beautiful granite monument um, it fairly quickly after the end of the of the American Civil War, um, he lost his life in in Chancellorville. Um, he was considered a brave and uh, a leader among his men, very well liked. He was a native North Sider. In fact, uh, the suburb of Hampton is named after him. Hmm. Uh, today, today uh, it's uh, this monument. Where is it, Selena? It's right on Cedar Avenue on the north side. In the north side. side. Got it. Uh, yeah, uh, right down from Allegheny General Hospital. Sure. It's by um, the park? Yeah, it's by the East Commons Park. Mm-hmm. And um, and today it's an open heroin market. Uh, you know, I, I just stood by there for days watching the activity, watching what time it happened. It was a 24-7 um, uh, mar- open-air market. Um, and and people were strung out or making deals or hanging out. Um, there was a woman who was dancing without her shoes on, who um, uh, dancing erratically, I should say, mm-hmm. and and then she started to overdose. And and all you know, all of this happened, you know, within a span of a few minutes. Uh, there's also a new homeless camp, and if you go into the city of Pittsburgh or pretty much anywhere around it, there has been this phenomena of homeless camps that have just sprung up 
in the past few weeks that have been astounding. And and this gentleman, I use that word loosely, walked out of the camp, walked over to a, um, a street off of Cedar Avenue into a residential area, walked back out with a um, with someone's uh, patio chair and put it in, in front of his tent. Wow. And and you know, and there there is the Sue Murray swimming pole, which is a city swimming pole. It's used by predominantly black children, most of them um, just happily going over uh, from the Commons, which is a federal housing development right there in the East Commons. And um, they can't go to the swimming pole. The, well, first of all, they haven't opened it. Now, city officials insist it's because they can't get lifeguards. Uh, but the parents that I talked to at the Commons um, and or around that neighborhood, like, you can't open that because it's a drug zone. There's gunshots. There's heroin trade. There's strung out people. We can't even walk past there. I drove past there yesterday on my way to my parents' house for Father's Day, and you saw people walking past it who were, you know, going to the pirate game, and they looked. They looked over and they were like terrified at, at what was really? happening right in front of them, right in broad daylight. So, Selena, I guess the obvious question is, why aren't the police doing something? Why isn't the city administration coming in here and, you know, doing something, making either making arrests or clearing the area out? I'll be a question to ask them because I didn't get any answers. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it's the same thing that, that, um, residents get they just don't get any answers uh and and it's it's a really sad state of affairs Heck yeah, uh, and, and we you know we, we don't address mental illness at all and this homelessness problem over there has not any that does not have anything to do with a lack of services to help uh the people that have set up camp um, this is a mental health crisis, and and that's the drugs, that's the homelessness, and and we just we we just as as as, as institutions and government um, throw money at it, um, they but they don't throw solutions at it, and and that is why the problem is growing. And some areas, um, the north side, sort of always be tends to be one of them. Um, are just considered, you know, lost causes. Oh, well, there's, you know, oh, well, what are we going to do? But... What the heck? I mean, I mean, I lived in the uh, north side in the seventies. I lived in the north side in the nineties. I mean, and of course, the north side is always it's up and coming. It's up and coming, but somehow it, it never really does up and come. Uh, no, I don't get no, it. No, never. I mean, I grew up on the north side. My family has been on the north side since the seventeen eighties. Oh my gosh! So you know, I have a deep love for that area, and ever since they hijacked it in 1906 and made took it from being Allegheny City mm. to the city of Pittsburgh. They have not done nothing but dump on it. Think about all those homes in East Street or Chateau right. or Manchester, yep. all leveled. Yeah, yeah. For who? For the people who live in the suburbs so they could get to the city back and forth quicker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The people that, that are mo- the that are impacted the worst by big government deals. And Allegheny Center, I can remember the market house that used sure, to be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's either poor blacks or poor whites that are expendable in government. 
So how does the... I, I don't know what to do about that throw your hands up approach. Um, but she's living it. I, right. Of course. I mean, I, I've seen and we've seen I, I can't think of a place I've seen it more than I've seen it in the north side simply because I lived there yeah. for a long time. My dad worked at Heinz. So I spent a lot of my childhood down there as well. Um, and then in the last few years of my dad's life, he was in Allegheny General a lot of the time. So I was down in that park. I was on East North Avenue. I was right on there. East Ohio Street. I have friends that own businesses on East Ohio Street. I just just I, I I get to the point where I, I I become so frustrated. I'm not sure what to do. Except I keep going down there to try to you know keep it going. Yeah, to utilize uh, you know my resources for the businesses there as much as I can. Selena, is there anything else that can be done? No, I mean that's what you do. But I mean you could call it city councilman uh, Bobby Wilson. Certainly yeah. he okay. should be responsive uh, to this uh, and. And, you know, and, and they, um, they said that they're going to open the poll at the end of the month. My God, what are we putting our children in for? What are we putting? They have to go past the syringe needles. I mean, are we saying it's okay that they live like this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's what we should be telling our young people. Right. So what's happened, Selena? I mean, I, I've seen the rise of the homeless camps, whether it's on the north side, even in downtown Pittsburgh. I mean, is this... Is this defund the police? Is that it? Or is, is it just oh, yeah. too much? That has a, it has a lot to do with it. I mean, I think we're at a, at a, a cultural um, uh, high watermark right now. And we have to decide who we are as a society. Uh, do we look the other way with everything, with drugs, with shootings? Um, you know, do we, is, is that, and I don't blame the police. It's not the police as well. Sure, I mean, their hands are tied, yeah. um, their power and, and their ability to police, to police properly has been long taken away from them. So then what would, will become what Portland, Seattle, San Francisco? Oh, I, I think that we're in a, a whole heck of a lot of, uh, facing a whole lot of heck of a lot of headwinds. Uh, going forward and and these younger politicians um in particular uh the progressive democrats yeah, yeah, yeah. um r- r- really um are are not supportive of doing things about these kinds of issues hmm. All right, Selena. Well, I mean, our hearts are with the people of the North Side and with, you know, the whole community. What if you live there, right? Like your parents. So, so, Selena, your parents are still there? My whole family is still on the North Side. Holy smokes. And how do they navigate day to day? Um, Gingerly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what what, what do you, you know, what do you do? I mean, I have a deep love and affection for it. But you go around the city, and the city in the past year, for all the strides that we have made, there are pockets that are okay because they became special projects of of particular um, politicians. However, um, I mean... When I went across the bridge a couple weeks ago, I mean, the the, the smell of urine come from the, coming from the city was overwhelming. No kidding. Uh, you know, it, it it just it just has a lot of 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 problems, and um, 
and I don't I don't see a lot of solutions being thrown out. There. I see. So with you, of course, and the power of the press, as you push into that, nothing comes back. There's just a shrug of the shoulders. Yeah, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, it's the same thing we see in cities across the country. You look at Chicago, you look at Baltimore, you LA, look at Washington, San Francisco, uh, Los Angeles. Uh, what you're going to see um, is the first thing you see, and, and this is something I saw as a young woman in the 70s, is an exodus. That's the first, right. you know, and then we're, then we're just repeating the cycle over and over again. So we saw a massive exodus in the 70s. People started coming back in the 90s and then the 2000s. And it was kind of in a good place in, in 2019. Then 2020 hit uh, between the pandemic, but also between all the protests yeah. and, and the, from the police movement. And everything changed. Heck. Well, we thought better days were ahead for the north side. I'm sorry? It literally breaks my heart. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Because it's home. And you see home and you want home to be good and you want home to be safe and people are prospering and growing and there's a a sense of community and neighborhood. Right. I mean, that's what you want. You want community. You want that that aspiration, that part of being part of something bigger than yourself. Right. And, and you can't just have places that are pockets, that are, you know, special favorites uh, for a politician or, you know, it has to be community in the truest sense. And, um, and, and I don't see that right now. And um, it's, it's just incredibly disappointing. And I don't know what the political will of Mayor Ganey is, um, but you would think that um, uh, that he would be responsive to uh, this issue. Yeah. Selena, thanks for being with us again today. Thanks so much for having me anytime. Love Our it. Our pleasure. Check Thank out you. The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. Selena Zito has her finger on the pulse of small-town America, mm-hmm. and she's done some outstanding journalism in that regard. And so the check North out Side. The book. Yeah, and what she says about the North Side, for all of us who love the North Side, we oh get it. Oh, my gosh. You can find the article in the Washington Examiner, Selena Zito. When assigned to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products lock in your quote today schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com you've tried the rest now try the best windowsarustpittsburgh.com there has been a lot of conversation lately about what is christian higher education What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education? Mm -hmm. 
it's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just encouraged. Or reinforced. Bolstered, reinforced. Mm-hmm. Other people look at higher education, especially Christian higher education, and say, wait a second, I'm there to expand. I need to know more. I want to increase my view of the world and Christ in it. It can be a dangerous, slippery slope, especially politically where we are now. Yeah. Education, though, is always an adventure. It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know and helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. A vehicle is stolen once every 40 seconds in the United States. The cost adds up to over $6 billion a year. But there are steps you can take to help put the brakes on vehicle theft. Roll up the windows completely. Don't leave valuables in the car. Take the keys or the fob with you. Lock the doors. If you have information on vehicle theft, contact the NICB. Reach us at 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Patchy clouds expected for tonight with a low of 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow, tomorrow's high 90. Mainly clear and warm tomorrow night with a low of 70. Variable cloudiness for Wednesday with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm mainly later in the day. It'll be warm and humid. Those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. We'll see a high Wednesday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? The rice cake, full size, round, available at your grocery store, inexpensive, mm-hmm. flavored in multiple ways. Well, if you like something that is dry and gets caught in your throat, it makes sense. If you like something that's bland, tasteless, mm. it makes sense. Mm. Other than that, Nope, not at all. It's disgusting. I mean, it's like a roof shingle. Seriously. No, it it doesn't make any sense at all. I'm never having one, ever. And you can dress it up. Oh, it's cinnamon. It's a cinnamon rice cake. Oh, it's a salsa rice cake. No, still bad. Mm. Still horrible. I had one this morning, John. Oh, boy. Okay. And I was thinking as I was having it, Mm. this is... Is surprisingly delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's what emphasis I was thinking. on surprise. I was. I was thinking There's about. No surprise. It. I was like, you know, it's a weird texture. Mm, I yeah. give you that. Mm. It's weird when you bite into it. You're like, no, wait, what's happening? But after you do, and I'm talking the basic salted ones, mm. you put peanut butter and jelly on that. You have the crunch that's better than bread. Mm. You have the salt, which I love, 
better than bread. And it just seems like there's more going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more going on. Yeah, I know. I I, yeah. I forgot because I haven't purchased them in a long time. I love a rice cake. Yeah. I really do. Now, the little ones were that are flavored with whatever, I couldn't care less. Doesn't make any sense. And the cinnamon kind of gets it. Yeah. Totally. Not kind of. It does gag me. Plain salt. You slap that with anything. Man, that's good. I'm going to slap yeah, it right I, off the table. I think that makes a lot Don't of sense, Don't make any John. sense. All right. Does this make sense? Now, you know I like to mangle a word. Yeah. So then when I look at the phonetic spelling. Yeah. That makes even worse sense. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? What's the schwa symbol? What's the diphthong? What? I mean, it, I, it's not helping you. No, not. It, it makes it worse. I go, <laughs> it makes no sense at all to me. Mm. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get that at all. Okay, I mean, so. no. Uh, we just had Selena. Uh, American decimation. Yeah, I'm looking at decimation. Had to be careful. I didn't back into that. You know. Sure. Looked at the. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the phonetic, phonetic spelling? Nope. I was nowhere. <laughs> I was nowhere. I, I think the phonetic, phonetic spelling makes sense. Oh, yeah, I do. But you just have to get your brain down like a really basic level. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently I'm not, I'm not getting it there because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. 101.5 WORD. The tests are in. They came back positive, And I'm sorry, you have only a month to live. How would a call like that change your choices? your priorities, the way you live day to day. Well, John MacArthur's current study from Revelation could be that kind of priority changer. Join him for a look at When Jesus Comes on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing do doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Find a school that's right for you. 
at wordfm.com slash tuitions. And Doug. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them ten in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I always get excited when you can peel back the curtain, so to speak, and get to see behind the scenes of a ministry program that's been airing here on the station for many years, such as the case today with The Voice of the Martyrs. Now, The Voice of the Martyrs has been airing on Word FM Sunday mornings from 11 to 11.30 for quite a while. Todd Nettleton joins us. He is the host of The Voice of the Martyrs, helping us to talk about the persecuted church around the world. Hey, Todd, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. It's good to be with you. Yeah, always a pleasure to have you. So, Todd, the persecuted church. I mean, oftentimes we think, oh, here in America, that you know, we ourselves as believers are persecuted in some way or another. I mean, I always, you know, it's it's a light chuckle about it because you've seen firsthand true persecution of Christians around the world, haven't you? I have. The the Lord has graced me with the opportunity to travel around the world and interview Christians over the last 20-plus years. And uh, like you say, it, and I don't want to belittle the hardships that American Christians face, and I think it is clear that our culture is turning against the Church. It's turning against biblical principles. Uh, but when I think of, of persecuted Christians like Pastor Haile Naizki, who is uh, more than 17 years now in a prison in Eritrea, uh, that seems to put some of our hardships in a little different perspective. Oh, go into that a little bit. Um, okay, so I'd I like to know, you've just come back from a tour of seeing people. Tell us the story here. Well, you know, one of the things that when you sit down with persecuted Christians, I think a lot of us, a lot of the people who are listening, they have the idea that you're, you're sitting down with someone who's really discouraged and really depressed, and, uh, you know, they've, they've been in prison, they've maybe been beaten for their faith, maybe a family member has been killed for their faith, and, and we kind of have this picture of they're really discouraged and downtrodden. When you actually go and you sit down with them, they actually are most often filled with joy. It's an unexplainable sense of joy that the Lord gives them. I think of a Chinese sister that I met named Sister Tong, who had been six months in prison for hosting a house church in her home. And when I asked her to tell me about the prison, and I'm thinking, you know, tell me how big the rats were, tell me how bad the food was, tell yeah, me how yeah. hard the bed was, let's, right. let's kind of get into how terrible it is in a Chinese prison. Her response to that was, oh, yes, that was a wonderful time. What? <laughs> and I was just like, well, wait a minute. Uh, I actually, I literally, I looked at the translator. I'm like, are you, sh- are you sure you understood my question? Are you sure she understood the question? Fascinating. But what Sister Tong went on to say was, you know, Jesus was with me in that prison cell. Jesus gave me a ministry in that prison cell. I got to lead some of my cellmates to faith in Christ. So that was a wonderful time. Jesus was there. He gave me a ministry. That's the perspective of our persecuted brothers and sisters. Oh, I love this so much. I mean, I, I never would have considered that, and I'm glad that you were surprised as too, as well, Todd. So within the prison, and probably uh, this is also true, right? Maybe there are other believers there, or you know, as you're saying, an opportunity to create new believers for the first time in um, someone's life, they're able to evangelize freely. 
it really is that that way. It's like, what else can they do to me? What else can they take away from me? I am in prison, so I don't I don't have to be quiet anymore. I don't have to try to keep it a secret anymore. And actually, we have heard reports from Eritrea, which is a country in Africa where somewhere around 300 of our brothers and sisters are currently in prison. They actually constructed a separate prison for the Christians. Because they were reaching so many of the other prisoners with the gospel, they thought if if we separate out all the Christians and put them in this prison over here, at least they won't infect everyone else with with their theology. <laughs> so, like you say, it, they do see it as an opportunity to witness. And uh, I'll never forget talking to Bob Fu, who was oh, yeah. a prisoner for Christ in China. Talked about and that. I said to Bob you know, how did you pray for Christians before you were in prison yourself? And he said, well, I prayed that they'd get out of prison. And I said, okay, so how do you pray after you've been to prison? He said, I pray totally differently. He said, I pray that they will have fruitful ministry. I pray, yes, that they will get out when God wills that they get out. When it's his will for them to get out, I pray they will get out. But until then, I pray that they will have great ministry, great opportunities to share the gospel. And I thought that that's a pretty powerful lesson, because when I'm in hard times, my first prayer request is, Lord, get me out of these hard times. It is not, Lord, keep me here as long as I can have a ministry. It's, Lord, you you better get me out of here. Uh, that's one of the lessons of our persecuted brothers and sisters. Wow. I really love that. Todd Nettleton is with us. He is the host of The Voice of the Martyrs. It's heard every Sunday here on Word FM from 11 to 1130. So, Todd, then what is the work that Voice of the Martyrs, how are you stepping alongside those persecuted, those men and women who are in prison? Um, what resources can you provide for people? Well, I want to encourage people to access the resources for this year's Day of the Christian Martyr. It is coming up on June 29th. That's uh, the day, according to church history, when the Apostle Paul was beheaded outside the city of Rome. Each year on Day of the Christian Martyr, we tell the story of somebody who literally gave their lives for the cause of Christ. They were killed in gospel service. They were killed advancing the kingdom of God. And this year we're telling the story of John Chow. And I like to say we're retelling the story because after John was killed in 2018 trying to take the gospel to North Sentinel Island, his story was told. It was told in the New York Times. It was told in in lots of different media outlets. (laughs) But they really missed the story, the the story that was presented of, oh, here's this young man. He's a kind of an adrenaline junkie. He woke up one morning and decided to go to North Sentinel Island, and he did, and he got killed. And, and really, the attitude of most of the press coverage at that time was, John got what he deserved. Hmm. You know, he shouldn't have been there. The Indian government has says you can't go there. The tribesmen have, have attacked people before. They obviously don't want visitors. He was an idiot, and he got himself killed. The true story is John spent nine years answering God's call to go to North Sentinel Island. Every single decision that he made for nine years was with an eye towards landing on that beach to to the extent that literally in college he took cold showers because he said, you know what, I'm not going to have a hot water heater on the island. I, I need to prepare my body. I, he took cold showers. He had LASIK surgery because he said, I'm not going to want contact lenses on the island. I don't even know if they have running water. Uh, you know, how am I going to have contact? So he got LASIK surgery. He took linguistics classes to help him learn the language. He got trained as an EMT to serve them medically. Every single decision that he made for nine years was with an eye towards landing on that island, wow. answering God's call to the North Sentinelese, uh, to the Sentinelese people. And so... 
we want to tell the true story of John. That, that's why we have Day of the Christian Martyr. That's why he's being featured this year. We've got a story about him. We've got a three-minute video that tells his story using his own journal entries, his own words to tell the story, and other tools that you can use in a, in a church setting, in a family setting, in a Sunday school class to tell his story, but then also to ask ourselves, what would I sacrifice? John, John Chow gave his life. What would I sacrifice to see the people in my neighborhood reach for Christ, to see my city reach for Christ? That's really the question we want people to ask. Fabulous. John Chow. So you're telling us, you know, you read the story, and it's, it's spot on, right, Todd? Because you think, oh, boy, that guy was so misguided. What, what a, a series of foolish mistakes, the nine years of intentional decisions that he made. So if people are interested in hearing more about John Chow, uh, a resource, a, a website? persecution.com. That's the Invoice of the Martyrs website. All the resources for Day of the Christian Martyr, they're actually right now right at the top of the page. You can just click on the link. You can download the digital resources. You can also sign up for our free monthly magazine there. But again, the website, persecution.com. Fabulous. Well, that's easy to know. Persecution.com. We're talking with Todd Nettleton, host of The Voice of the Martyrs, Sunday mornings from 11 to 1130 here on Word FM. Uh, Todd, I, I know in your troubles, you've uh, you've connected with people from ISIS. Now, you, you just told us a couple amazing stories. Again, when I think about ISIS, I can't think that anyone's rejoicing of being persecuted by them. No, they're not rejoicing in being persecuted, but they are rejoicing in the presence of the Lord. And uh, one of the things that's happening uh, is happening across the Middle East. We have seen it happen over 40 years after the Islamic Revolution in Iran. We're seeing it with ISIS now. We're seeing it with the Taliban in Afghanistan. There are a lot of Muslims who are living under ISIS or under the Taliban who look at that and say, wait a minute, if that's what it means to be a Muslim, hmm. to be a good Muslim, I, I don't want to be one. What are what are the other options? What, what else is out there? And so we are seeing the Sunni Muslims hunger for the gospel and more open to the truth because of ISIS, because of the Taliban, just as we have seen in Iran. Now, I mentioned 40 years, the 1979 Islamic Revolution, the mullahs take charge of the country. They say we are doing everything according to Islamic principles. We are running the country as if Muhammad himself was running it. And 40 years later, we have one of the highest drug addiction rates in the world. The economy is in shambles. The people look at that and they say, well, wait a minute, if if this is what 40 years of following Islam gets you, I don't want to follow it anymore. Well, what else is out there? The fastest growing church in the world right now is in the Islamic Republic of Iran, and it is because of what the people have seen. They have lost confidence in their government, which, again, their government says we are Islam, so they've lost confidence in Islam as well. Fascinating. Todd, our time is up. But one more time, people are interested in the work that the Voice of the Martyrs is doing. Where should they go? Persecution.com. The website, persecution.com. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Todd. Really interesting. God bless you in your ministry, the excellent work that you're doing to help persecuted Christians around the world. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Remember the starter home? Young marrieds or singles just starting out in life, buying that first house? We did it. I bet you did, too. Wasn't that a glorious feeling? 
It sure beats renting. Sadly, starter homes have basically vanished because, as we all know, housing prices have gone through the roof. The good news in all this? Cash out refinance. Now, if you bought a starter home or any home within the past decade, you're sitting on a gold mine. Reinvest in your home. Cash out the equity in your home and do something awesome. Get rid of your debt. Cash out refinancing makes sense because United Faith Mortgage is the preferred lender here at Word FM. Their commitment to us is because they are us. Faith and family is who they are, and that's a big deal. Plus, United Faith Mortgage has the direct lender advantage, and that's big. Plus, they'll pay $500 of your appraisal fee on your refinance. Refinance today. United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Before Bamboo HR, I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is in interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Monday, June 20th, provides us with three celebrity birthdays that I thought would be interesting to you, John. Okay, celebrity birthdays. Um, and so I'm going to give them to you one at a time. Right. And uh, for those of you who join us regularly on the ride home, you know that... Uh, we asked John to estimate the age of the people, and uh, he is creepily good at it. It's a very narrow, like I said, all the time. It's yeah. a, just a very narrow bandwidth. Yeah, it isn't fair. I'm not doing you know, millennials right. or Gen Z. Sure, doing, I understand. Mostly I'm doing my, right. you know, okay. my group. All right, so I'm going to start with Lionel Richie because we already talked about him today. Um, Chris, you might want to pull up that song that we were playing before. Lionel Richie. Um, Lionel Richie's birthday is today, John. Uh, famously of the Commodores. Uh, then had this like spectacular solo career that mm-hmm. garnered him a kajillion dollars in mm-hmm. the 80s um, and then kind of disappeared a little. Well, it was hard to keep that up. Right. Um, he's got to be pretty old. Um, I would say Lionel Richie is... First of all, I'll tell you, he looks exactly the same. It's like he could be 43 or 83. Yeah, he could be right. Uh, is Lionel Richie, well, I don't want to say he's 80. Um, he might be, uh, I would say Lionel Richie is 78. 
73. Oh, oh Younger yeah. than you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he must have gotten a start at a very young age. Okay, there he is. 73. Sounds great. This is Greg Clugson's uh, recommendation early in the show. Do you know the song, Christy? I do not. It's you don't? Good one. Don't. You don't know any Lionel Richie? I don't know. Do you know who Lionel Richie is? Yeah, I know who he is. I've got so much love. Well, maybe this evening on the way home, he's played some Lionel Richie. Oh, maybe. Okay, put that in your, uh, put your Spotify. Yeah. Okay, uh, Nicole Kidman celebrates a birthday today. And you are a big admirer of her. I love Nicole Kidman. The body of work. I'm not a f- I don't, I can't, I can't even think of a movie I've seen her in. All right. Oh, that weirdo movie about the frontier she was in with her former husband, <laughs> no. Tom Cruise. Right. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, Fearless yeah. or Faithless yeah, or that was not something. How uh, about the Ricardos just recently? Never saw it. That's well I, worth streaming. Yeah, I never saw it. Never um, saw Moulin Rouge. Oh, I love, never, I love yeah. that film. Yeah. Um, no, Nicole Kidman, she's been around forever. Yeah. I mean, decades, decades. And she's very tall. Um, Which means nothing about nothing her birthday, no, but no. I thought I'd bring it up. Nicole Kidman is 56. 55. Very hey, nice, John. Good, very good. Uh, and a personal favorite of mine, and I also know a personal favorite mm. of yours, John Goodman. Oh, John Goodman's been around yeah. a long time. I mean, talk about a body of work. Yeah. Look, I mean, look at the films that man has done. Well, look, I mean, you go early on, like with Roseanne. Yes, right. How he suffered through that, yes. which made him suffer. Suffered is, is the but he did suffer. Correct term, and then all the Coen Brothers films. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's excellent in every he single sure one is. of them. I watched. Um, <laughs> so much. Uh, well, it's a movie where he's a um, he's like a uh, what do you call people that are, that prepare for catastrophe? What are those people? First responders. No, 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 no. Doomsday. People, doomsday. Oh, oh, prepper. Yeah, he's a prepper. Right. And he lives in a bunker. Did you see this? No, what is this? Um, <laughs> oh. Should have fits the bill for John Goodman. Christy, could you look that up? It's Cloverleaf Lane. Oh, is what it's called. oh yeah. is that a horror film? Uh, it's not a horror film, but it's a thriller. Okay. And he is outrageously is he? good in it. He's outrageously fabulous. good. It is a really interesting uh, a premise for a film. Anyway, I love him, me and too. it's his birthday today. Excellent. So give me some John Goodman. Yeah. Uh, seventy. Now I'm saying I thought Lionel Richie was older than he. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Goodman is seventy eight. He's only seventy. Whoa! I... I was surprised by that. Huh? I was surprised. I think because he's been around as long as he has. That's, that's yeah, where yeah, he yeah. got caught up with Lionel Richie too. Right? Because I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Lionel Richie like seventies, right? You know, he's yeah. been around since the seventies. So he must have been an absolute kid. What okay. was John Goodman uh, in? What was Roseanne? What year was Roseanne? Okay, so um, so let's go films. Roseanne was eighty eight. Oh boy, that was you know that was later than I thought. Then you thought yeah. eighty eight to ninety seven. Hmm. He got a Golden Globe Award. Um, moving on to films, Raising Arizona. It's fabulous. Which was eighty. My all, one of my all time favorites. Is that right? Oh, I love that movie. Eighty seven. Do you love that movie? Uh, I've never seen it. It's I it. Yeah. Please watch that movie. Okay, I really need you to see it. You will love it. It's so yes. fun. I need to watch that. Yeah. It's, it's, been, it's on my list of movies to see. Barton Fink in 91, oh, which film. I never saw also. Well, the Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. I mean, which, plays the Vietnam. Right, really ties room together. <laughs> that's 98. Yeah. Uh, oh, Brother. Uh, one of excellent. my top five favorite movies ever, 2000. Yeah. Inside Llewellyn, uh, Llewellyn, Llewellyn Davis, Davis, which I haven't seen either. Excellent. That's 13. That's in 2013. It's very Bob Dylan-ish. Um, the Emperor's New Groove. Which is a highlight, Christy. Meh. He's so he's so great. Whatever. He's so great. That was uh, 2000, but then there were I think there were two different sequels to that. Um, Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jungle Book. 
uh, Clifford's really big movie, huh. The He's Princess and the these... Frog. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane is the movie I was okay. talking about. That was in 2016. Um, Blues Brothers, 2000, Evan Almighty, uh, The Artist, Monuments Men, which is a really fun film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Patriot's Day, Atomic Blonde. I mean, it just goes on and on. I cannot believe the number of films he's been in. His best work with the Killen Brothers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, brother. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Bible salesman. Yeah. The Big Lebowski. Good gravy. Have a great night. Hey, thanks for being with us. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.